Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Today's episode is the first of 2021. Is that possible? I think so. I've been easing my way into the new year, and it feels nice to be at a slower pace. I gotta be honest with you. Um, you know, the end of 2020 was something. It was something. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But first, we're gonna start with perhaps the current state of affairs in Ontario and the current state of affairs inside my head. There's something there. Um, and we're also going to talk a little bit about goals, goal setting. Are you into it? I feel like this is the first year I've really set clear, very clear, specific things for me to accomplish. In fact, I've outlined 21 things I plan on doing in 2021, and I thought we could talk about those things. It's going to be just a nice chat among friends. First off, welcome to 2021. I hope you're holding it together. Let's be honest, not much has changed from 2020. Well, I suppose there's a vaccine that people are actually receiving, so that's something. But we're not here to talk about vaccines today. Today, I wanted to, you know, just have a, a chat with you all, um, pop myself into your ears momentarily, do a little check-in. Three days ago, I think it was, uh, the Premier of Ontario, so he kind of runs the show in Ontario, stated that we are in a state of emergency provincially. So this is the second one that we've had, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not a news channel, okay? I'm just going with what's in my head and some of the articles I've read. But I'm pretty sure we're in our second one, which is like serious lockdown. Um, you know, don't leave your house unless it's necessary. And I mean, there's rules and rules and rules. And I mean, there's laws in place. So like, it's serious business. So that came out on Tuesday. Has much changed for myself and my family? No, it hasn't. It really hasn't. Because we don't do much and we're rule abiding people and our circle is quite small. So we can afford to be that way. I know it can be really tricky to maybe want to be abiding by rules, but there's family members who are perhaps, you know, making that challenging. I mean, then there's also that whole group of people that think it's a farce, but we're not here to talk about those people. No, no. Um, you know, the fact is, is it hit me kind of hard. It really did. Coming out of the holiday season, I always dip. And then this year was, a set ex, you know, exceptionally challenging with all of the challenges that 2020 brought with a pandemic. You know, you were there. And it was just tricky. And I was hoping to just kind of ease my way into the new year. And then when you're faced with that type of news, it's shocking. And it's somebody said it perfectly in my DMs. It's like, even though I've been doing this all along, you know, we've really been being safe and changing our patterns. And I mean, I work from home and Dean isn't out at work right now. So there's so many things that we're just really staying safe, but it's being told that you can't leave your home. It's being told to not do those things. And that's a hard pill to swallow. I mean, I know we don't, who really likes being told what to do, but it was very shocking. There was some words that were used in the, in, in his announcement that was like, oh, specifically the part about there being dark times ahead. I don't know why, but that just, 
it just hit different and I just didn't love it, honestly. So that was fun. Um, but alas, here we are. And I felt really down for like the last three days. And uh, today while I was getting ready for my day, I just happened to be scrolling through Instagram and a news channel had shared, you know, a little bit of a debrief of the, of the rules and like what's allowed and what's not allowed. And one of the things is that has remained the same, which I think is wonderful is for single people or, you know, well, people who live alone, um, they are allowed to have access to one other household. And as long as you, and I'm just double check this part, but as long as you are five people or less within the household, then it's acceptable. So my dad obviously were his household. He doesn't have contact with anybody. And I was like, so sad to think about, you know, another six weeks or potentially longer without seeing him. You know, it's his birthday coming up at the end of the month. He's got a couple things that he's going to go through soon that we won't get into because it's his personal business and not mine to share. But I want to be able to support him. And it was kind of breaking my heart that all of a sudden we were going to have to be super distanced again because his visits when he comes out here are so fun. And we play board games and we laugh and we watch movies. And he usually sleeps over because it's enough of a drive. And it's just a really fun experience. And so thinking about not having him come out. It honestly, it made me feel really bad. It did. And, and it's just loss upon loss. You know, we are all experiencing this like collective loss and it, it adds up and it feels terrible. So I just feel like I have just a little win because he gets to stay in our circle and I'm so grateful for that. So he'll be here tomorrow. I'm so excited. <laughs> Friday night with grandpa. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Otherwise, I am in complete agreement with the lockdown. I think Ontario needs a bit of a timeout. Our numbers are ridiculous. I mean, it's just, we need to like, hello, let's pause. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and hopeful that things will start to change towards the end of this year. I'm also very realistic, so I'm not holding my breath, but, you know, one foot in front of the other, and I'm hoping that by connecting with you and engaging with you, that it'll motivate me to stay, you know, healthy and strong in my mind, and similarly, I hope to be that beacon for you guys, like, hey, I'm your girl, and I'm here with you, and we're going through this together, and, you know, really continue to um, nurture this community and each other and um, I'm just grateful to be doing what I do. On the note of doing the things, I did something very different this year and I sat down with a list 21 things I hope to accomplish in 2021. This is a first for Amanda, truly. I was very inspired by the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin. I have referenced it many times and I tend to fall in and out with that podcast as one does, right? Um, but I always really listen around the new year because I find that Gretchen and her sister offer such hopeful and completely doable hacks that you can apply to your life to make you a little happier and honestly it works and I, you know genius ladies love the podcast so 
I took a page out of their book and they, this time of year, sit down and write out their list for the year, 21 things they hope to accomplish. And I always love how it's such an array of things from exercise to specific things they're going to do around their house or I don't know. It's just like so many different things. And honestly, it's so inspiring because it's so isn't the traditional, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to exercise, blah, blah. Like it's not the super boring stuff, which I appreciate. So I've got my little planner here, um, which I actually picked up for myself. I think it was uh, October or something. I'm going to make sure I do that every year because it was really nice to start the year fresh with a beautiful planner. I'm very much a pen to paper kind of gal. Um, I always have been. And uh, I like the process of writing out things and crossing it off. It's like my favorite. So I think this is going to be a fun little thing for 2021. So before I roll into all of my uh, things, I'm going to, you know, my plan, I'll give you my list. I'd love to know, you know, what are you guys up to? Have you created a list for the year? I'd love for you to find me on Instagram at Amanda Muse and share with me. I'll have a post likely by the time this goes out where I'll be sharing some of those goals and I'd love to hear what you're up to. So find me, DM me, you know the drill. All right, let's jump into my 21. Number one, dry January. I don't know that I've ever done this before. And uh, I felt like it was a weird year to choose to do it. But I was recently sharing some of my anxiety concerns that I've had over the last 10 months. And I, I don't know if there's a trigger, but I'm trying to figure it out. And so I'm trying to remove some of the things that could be deemed a trigger and alcohol can be. And I just decided I'm just going to take a break. I had a big panic attack at the beginning of January. So it's out for, or the alcohol is out for a little bit. Will I be dry forever? I doubt it because I do enjoy a glass of wine, uh, but I'm just trying it out this month and I'm already feeling different. Like I just feel very fresh and it's a nice, it's a nice feeling to start the year out like that. So what I enjoy about this particular one is like, I'm already halfway done and it feels great. Well, nearly halfway. Number two, walk 30 minutes a day. I started this at the beginning of the month as well. And initially I thought I would just do it for January, but honestly, I'm going to keep this up and I'm going to try my best unless I'm like sick or something, but that doesn't happen very often, but you know, it's keeping up with my walks. And I picked up a treadmill in the fall, a used treadmill. It was like the greatest thing I've ever purchased because I use it so much and not for running. Like I'm, I'm very much um, wintering at the moment and appreciative of the fact that I just don't have the motivation to do really hard workouts by myself. So I'm walking 30 minutes and sometimes I do like an hour a day because I'll do 30 minutes on the treadmill and then I'll take my dogs in the evening. But either way, I am moving and it's making a difference. And I also think it's completely doable. A walk, it's great. Number three, has been on my list for a long time and it's get a will. I need to have a will. This is ridiculous. I've even had some great companies reach out where they have online services that you can make your own will. Like why haven't I even done that? This is absurd. So it's on the list. It honestly makes my stomach go into a knot that I don't have a will in place. For someone who's a planner like myself, it's absurd. So it's happening. This is the year I'll be getting a will. Number four, coming back to the planning is that this year is my year to open up an investment account and learn a little bit about trading and invest and play around with that. 
I don't know how much I intend on investing, but my dad is really into it and I've just been seeing advertisements for it. Like my phone must be listening to me. <laughs> and I just think it's a really um, interesting thing to learn about. I'm always keen to learn new things and getting a handle on your finances and making the most out of what you have is something that it just keeps ringing, you know, in my brain. Like maybe you don't get to make all the money you want in your lifetime, but if you can make the most out of what you've got, if you can invest, if you can save, all of that stuff is really important to me. And I want to make this year the year that I really see some change and some movement in that um, part of my life. So I'm really excited about that. Feeling very grown up, guys, very grown up. Number five, when it comes my way, my friends, I will be getting a COVID vaccine and I will love every minute of it. I can't wait to get a vaccine. I'm seeing many of my friends who are essential workers uh, starting to get theirs and sharing it on social and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And what's the latest? We have to get two vaccines, right? So I can't wait to just get one. You know, I'm excited. I am all for science and I'm here for it. So bring it on. Number six, I have chosen a word of the year and a color of the year, again, prompted by the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. And my word for 2021 is create. This word has been coming to me and I feel very like it's been reeling me in for the latter part of 2020. I just felt very drawn to it. I've been mulling over words that just are speaking to me and that's it. And I'm excited to make time to create actual content making time to create space for me to get ready to do my hair, to do my makeup, um, creating time for play, um, creating time for Dean and I, creating time for myself and the kids. Like really, I want to feel like I'm in control and leading my life and not being controlled by factors beyond me, which I felt 2020 in a big way. And really like, who doesn't? Because there is so much that's out of our control, but we can choose certain things. And so I'm really looking to create space for things that bring me a lot of joy. And um, I'm pumped. I'm really excited about it. And the color corresponding to the word create is yellow. So yellow is my color of the year for 2021. In fact, on my phone case, I have this little, like, you know, what is it called? Kind of like a pop socket, but kind of not like a loopy thing. Um, and it's yellow. And I didn't even know, I didn't realize I was buying yellow, but I'm like, I love yellow. I have this yellow sweater I really enjoy. Actually, I have two yellow sweaters I really like. And it just breaks, it just makes me happy. Makes me happy. So I'm looking to create a plaque or something or have something made, find it on Etsy that's yellow and says create and just sort of have it near me on my desk so that I don't lose sight of it and that it stays on the tip of my tongue for the year to stay in that mode which is to create and feel creative so I'm really excited about those things and I must admit it is really hard for me to decide on something like that because I like decision I like options and it's something to be like I'm choosing this one specific word and this one specific color but I'm, I'm here for it we're gonna try something new this year and this is one of those things I'm operating outside of my comfort zone with that little thing. So we're trying it. Number seven is to launch Ferendo. I had alluded to this in my podcast with Dean. 
yes, it's one or two episodes ago now, uh, that I have a brand that I've created and a new podcast concept. And I sort of had this thing, this epiphany, I guess, is like, I sort of assumed I would take the sandwich podcast and simply rebrand it to be Friendo. And I might still do that, but I'm also considering just launching it fresh, like a brand new podcast. It is um, going to have segments and just be very formatted like easily for me to create and there's also going to be different types of guests and a really I'm really excited to bring in the conversation with other and other people and not necessarily creators like people like yourself if you're not a creator who's listening who has made an impact on the world or has a neat job or has a great story to tell I really want to chat with you guys so I'm going to be leaving Um, a link either here in the show notes or on Instagram in the next coming days for you to be able to submit your stories and your, um, you know, if you'd like to have an opportunity to be on the podcast, this is your chance to reach out to me or if you want to recommend someone that you think would make a great fit for the show. And it's all about, you know, like be your own bird, like, you know, be yourself. And what does that look like? And what is the story you're telling? And what is something that is just interesting to talk about, right? So it could be anything, could be anything. And um, I'm excited to have a little project to work on. So that's happening. It's happening this year, like in the next few weeks coming very soon. This next one is a weekly check-in with my sister. So I have a sister. Her name is Kaylin. She's been on the show once, I think, before. Yeah, once before. And she is just such a delight. She's 10 years younger than me. And I feel like in the last year to two years, um, we've just evened out. Like the age difference is no longer a gap. She is 26 she's living her own life. She just bought her own house. She's got a great partner. Like there's so many great things going on in her life. And it's like, all of a sudden I'm not, I mean, I'll always be her big sister, but I'm not like the mama bear to her anymore. She's her own independent person. I mean, she has been for quite some time, but you know, that dynamic in relationships, it can be there even when you're not being intentional with that age gap thing. It just happens. So it just evened out. And like, I don't know. It's just, we went from like sisters with, you know, my older sister, my younger sister to friends. We're just friends and sisters. And she makes me laugh so much. And I always am so excited when I see her name pop up in my phone. And I feel like we've entered a phase with my kids where the season of chaos and no time for me is, is sort of, it's not what it was. And there is time for me. And there is now time for me to reach out to people like life isn't just happening to me all the time there is pockets of quiet and calm and I'm really looking to hone in on that time and be intentional with it so one of those things is I'd like to call her (laughs) I'd like to be the one to reach out to her because she's such an important person in my life and I want her to know that I mean she knows that but you know making time and in the best way that I can This next one has to do with sleeping arrangements and without giving too much away because people's privacy, there's been a couple of arrangements that hasn't been working for me and I'm all about change. And so we're changing up certain sleeping patterns and routines and arrangements. And honestly, we've already been made, like I've made the change a week and a half ago, 10 days ago now, and it's going so well and so smoothly and everyone's resting and I just love it. And I even have plans to update and give my bedroom a makeover and that's coming like really soon. So I'm feeling really good about sleep. Sleep is so important. It's so important to nurture good sleep 
and encourage good sleep habits. So I am pumped for um, what's happening right now because it's happening right now. Like that's when I can almost already cross off the list. Proud of myself. Heck yes. That's also a little tip I have. If you plan on creating a list of 21 things, put some things you might already be doing. We've already started the year and it feels great and you feel a sense of accomplishment like you've already, you're already doing something. So it's like a little hack there with the goals. Number 10, and I sort of spoke about this in my vlog video that I released this week, but it's really making time to go through our basement storage situation. We have less than 12 bins for sure, but there's some bins down there that only I can go through and organize. And Dean has done like more than enough. He goes through the basement all the time and organizes and purges because I find like probably like many of you with kids, you hold on to stuff for a time because your kids are small and might still access it or use it. But then all of a sudden they've outgrown a certain phase and we have all sorts of toys and teddy bears and things that like nobody's into anymore. Um, but Dean's afraid to throw it away because I can be a bit bossy with my stuff. And I, and I'm like, Jack, there's memories and I don't want to give it all away yet. So I need to make some time to go through it. And I have this like lofty plan, but I think it's pretty good where everybody gets a really big Rubbermaid bin. So each person has one and you can fit the things you like in there, but you only get one. And then I have other bins with lifestyle stuff in it. And if I don't want to put it around my house, then it's time for it to go. Like there's no reason for me to keep bins of stuff like lamps and vases and stuff like in cups, like what, what's going on here? So that needs to go because we've got some plans to organize our basement and eventually down the road, there's some renovations that would come, but for now we need to organize our junk. You know what I mean? So it's on the list. It's on the list, meaning it's going to happen. It might be October, but it's going to happen. Number 11 is create a now photo book. I thought this was a genius idea. And it's, you know, I take so many photos and so much video and so much content, but it's content and it's not necessarily things that I'm like printing and putting around my house. So it's time for me to do something like that where like 2021 is in an album and it's on a coffee table. I don't actually have a coffee table, but if I did, it would be on the table and you could look at it and enjoy it. And that's, I need to make a time for that. I'm excited. I love photos. It's my favorite. Number 12 is something I've started recently and it's making me feel wonderful. And it's to dress up in a way that I find, you know, enhances my femininity. Um, whatever your way of identifying is your way. But for me, I identify as female and I like to dress feminine. And for me, that is accentuating my body and, and taking time to do my hair and throw on a little bit of makeup. Like I did it today. I know you can't see me unless I make this into a video on YouTube, but I did my hair and I just threw on a little bit of makeup today, but I'm full sweatpants with like cozy socks and a hoodie, but it just... Like I feel like I spent some time on myself and that's the thing. It's not the makeup, it's not the hair, it's just the intention of doing something I like to do, which is playing with makeup and doing my hair and making the time for myself. And I feel like I'm worthy of that and I feel valued and put together and I feel good. So like, why don't I do that more often? So I'm really trying to make a point to do that. I don't wanna say every day, cause that's not realistic, but often. So it's on the list. Another uh, life administrative business thing is to get my taxes done by the end of February. No questions asked. I waited until the last possible minute in 2020. And that's ridiculous. Like 
being a sole proprietor, having my own business, like you need to take care of that stuff like right away. So I will be doing my taxes. I was going to say by the end of January, but that might be a little, that might be a little much. Definitely by the end of February, it's going to be done. My accountant will be thrilled because she's always like, where are you? Where is your stuff? Let's do this. I don't even do my own taxes. What does it take me so long? It's ridiculous. So it's happening. End of February. Number 14, I started at the beginning of this year and I'm, I'm just having the most fun. But this one is to game more frequently with my kids. I love video games. Who knew? I've always been a huge fan of Nintendo. We had Nintendo growing up. We had a few different types. I had Wii when the kids were like in my belly. But then I got busy mummying, mummying, <laughs> mothering and didn't play video games. But here we are. And I got myself a Switch on Boxing Day, and I'm having the most fun playing Animal Crossing. It's literally like the most fun. I have been trying to figure out like, why is this so fun? So there's definitely like a couple reasons because one, it is literally just fun. But also I wake up in the morning and I don't immediately turn on my phone. I go downstairs, I grab a coffee and I flip on my Switch and I work on my island and I have the most fun. And then I leave it aside for the day and I come back to it with my coffee in the evening and my kids sit beside me and they play on their switch or whatever they're doing. Maybe it's Roblox, but they also have animal crossing and we visit each other's islands. And it's just like, it's not, I don't know. It's not social media. You're not comparing yourself to anybody. You're literally just playing and it is the best. And also it's giving me this new way to bond with my kids, which I didn't actually consider was a thing. Like I think because video games get such a bad rap, rep, rep, um, that like they have a bad reputation and people always see the negative or tend to focus on the negative and truly there is so much positive and we are having fun and it's like bringing back the fun. I am here for it. It's incredible. And also if I swear, if you took my heart rate while I'm playing Animal Crossing, I'm pretty sure it'd be like meditation low. Like I am chilled out, truly. Number 15, I was watching Eat, Pray, Love the other day. I needed, you know, when we got that wild news about the state of emergency in Ontario, I needed happy feelings. And Eat, Pray, Love is a movie that means a lot to me because it came out in 2010. And I remember watching it in the theater like months, just a few months, like two months before I moved to Malaysia. And in that movie, I'm sure you've seen it, but if you haven't, the main character ends up going to Italy ends up going to India and then ends in Bali. And Bali I've been to, I haven't been to India or Italy, but just the feelings of travel and the engaging with people and then the, you know, meeting friends along the way and that transformative feeling that comes from that movie. It's so many happy feelings for me, truly. Something that jumped out at me when I was watching it just this week that I didn't catch before and I'll explain why I probably didn't catch it. So there's a scene where she's reaching out to people and her birthday's coming up and she's like, hey, it's my birthday and I know we tend to get together and we celebrate and you buy me gifts and this and that. And then she ends up asking them if they could make a donation to a woman in Bali and then this woman is able to buy herself a house for her and her daughter. It's gorgeous. What a beautiful gift to give someone, right? But I was like, wow, if I had to email a bunch of people right now to have a birthday party, like how many people would I be able to get at that birthday party? You know, like how many people am I investing in right now? Am I nurturing friendships? Like I tend to my fitness, like I tend to myself, am I, what's going on here? Now I do realize there's a lot of factors when it comes to friendships and a lot of them they are based on proximity. The people that are closest to you 
literally within proximity, are the ones you tend to nurture your friendships the most with. However, I have some pretty amazing people that I have met that are spaced out around the world and I really want to reconnect with them. I have beautiful memories of people and they may not know how much I value them and so I've made a goal to write one letter or email per month to a friend, be it someone close by or someone far away and just connect like that. It's friendships to me are so important. Um, I just think, and I'm going to be honest with you, like a hundred percent of my friends are women. I I just, I think women need women and I know that I do and I need that type of community to tap into and I I miss so much of that side of my life right now. So I'm excited to connect with people and even like old school snail mail letters, like I'm really pumped and it's not about... It's not about them emailing me back. It's not about them. Like, I don't want to burden people with like, oh, I got to email Amanda back. But it just, just reaching out is such a gift for me to connect with others. I'm really excited about it. And the part from the movie that I realized is like, well, first thing is she is a child-free woman. And so it's, it's different the amount of time that you have to nurture friendships when you're not raising babies. Honestly, that is just a fact. It's not, it's different, right? It's a choice I made but it's just fact. So when I left Malaysia with these tiny babies, they were small and there was so much change that was coming from my family. I did not have the time to nurture friendships. It was, I I hate to use the word survival mode because it's such a strong word, but we were, we were day to day living, you know, and it's, um, it doesn't always lend to time for friendships. But when I first saw the movie, I was a child-free woman living this beautiful life in Vancouver with friends and a great job. And I was ballroom dancing. So I was, that part of the movie actually didn't strike me as anything because here I was coming from this time of friendship and connection and community. And I was moving into this next phase, which was starting a family, travel, all of these exciting things. This is like pre-Malaysia life, right? So just a very different way that it hit me watching it now in 2021. So anyway, this is obviously, I'm very excited about this one. Really excited. Number 16 is learn to meditate properly, like really meditate and clear my mind and practice consistently. I'm reading a book right now called Wintering by Catherine May, and it is moving me. It is poetry. It is music to my ears. It is exactly what I need right now. I'm actually listening to the audiobook, so if you are curious to check it out, um, it is just magic. I just love it. And I find that the underlying theme is how to rest, right, in difficult times. And so it's just moving me and it's making me realize how much work I have to do in that area of my life. And so meditation, I think, is a huge way to learn how to rest and slow down. And I want to slow down before my body forces me to slow down is what I'm realizing. And it needs to be a priority for this year. Number 17, back to like a life business thing is I got to increase my insurance. (laughs) So when I first got my insurance years ago, uh, I didn't really have a job. (laughs) So my income was lower and I just need to like do a little life review when it comes to like What's my insurance policy looking like? Do I need to up anything in that area? Do I need to get more insurance anywhere? You know, life things, stuff that's super dry and boring, but important life things to do. So this is the year. We're just getting stuff done. Number 18 is one that kind of 
has been brewing in the back of my mind now for a few months, but I have this concept for a podcast that I would produce, so I wouldn't host this show, but I have this really neat idea, and it's actually a show for Dean. I think it's going to be amazing. I I think maybe Dean has been kind of hinting about it on his Instagram. He's trying to He's trying to like work himself into wanting to do this because it's not for everybody. Talking by yourself into a microphone is kind of weird. It's a weird concept and it takes some practice. So he's like, what am I doing? But I have this idea and I've got some some goals about producing shows and I think it's going to be pretty special. So it's on the list. Produce this show. More to come. Keep a little, put that in your back pocket because you'll get some more info about that hopefully pretty soon. Number 19, I love to read. I love to learn. Don't always make the time for it. And I've recently discovered how lovely an audiobook is. Don't know why it's taking me so long. I love podcasts, but for some reason, whenever I pop in my, my earphones, I just think about podcasting and not a book. But I recently listened to Women Who Dance With Wolves. That's the name of it, isn't it? And it's magic. And like the woman is just Gosh, I love a storyteller. I love a storyteller. She's exceptional. And then I just am in the midst about halfway through Wintering by Catherine May. Beautiful. Loving it. It is just, I mean, it's just amazing. And so anyway, my goal is to read at least six books in 2021. I was going to say 12, but there are months that are busier than others. And I thought, I think six is reasonable, right? And it can be a combination of actually reading a book on my Kindle or a tangible book um, or listening to an audio book. But we're doing this. So I'm already halfway through. I've already, well, I guess dances, Women Who Dance With Wolves was last month. So that doesn't count. But we're starting with number one with Wintering. It's incredible. I recommend it to everybody. And then I've actually left two spots blank to give myself some room as things happen this year that I can, you know, have some wiggle room and add some things in as we go. Um, Especially like I want to do a six month check-in with my goals and see where I'm at and then be able to possibly add two more for the remainder of the year. So we'll see what happens, but those are my goals. I'm feeling really good about them. I hope like the effect it had on me when I was listening to Gretchen and Liz share hers, that maybe you're inspired by hearing mine to write some things down for yourself and, you know, make them realistic. You probably have things you already have on your list that you're doing right now. Add those in. It feels really good. Like I'm excited in two weeks to like cross off dry January because I'm doing it. I ain't drinking. I am treating myself to special teas and I'm making myself special drinks and having a soda or a pop every now and then, whatever you want to call it. Um, Yeah, little things, little things. And that's that, you guys. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my goals. And like I said, be sure to hit me up on Instagram at Amanda Muse. Comment on my latest photo or DM me to let me know know, what you're up to this year. And if you enjoyed this little update, I recently uh, had a video on YouTube where I spoke in length about, you know, things that was the things like good things that happened in 2020 and some plans for 2021. So I'll link that in the show notes, or you can just head over to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and check out the one about the new year, holding on to hope for 2021. Uh, It's a fun chat, similar to the chat we're having right now. And that's that. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to 
like and rate if you can this podcast wherever you're listening to it rating and reviewing gets this podcast into new years tell people about it you know the drill thanks for being here guys and i'll catch you in my next episode